Entrepreneur on Fire 1047. Kick your fears square in the face and just go for it. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Introducing my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will guide you in the setting and accomplishing of your goal in 100 days. Text JOURNAL to 33444. IGNITE. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash fire. My treat, really. The first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash fire. Need a new mattress? Check out Lisa. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell. Go to leesa.com slash fire to save $75. That's leesa.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Steve Sassman. Steve, are you prepared to ignite? Call the fire department, John. I am ready. (laughs) Steve turned owning a Tesla into an entrepreneurial adventure. Scraping up his last dollars to buy one, he wrote an ebook called How Anyone Can Afford a Tesla. Next, he got worldwide PR with his Tesla hotel story. This was the perfect launching pad for the million dollar Tesla trip. (laughs) All right, Steve, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure. Thanks, John. It has been quite a ride, literally. And I got to (laughs) say, of course, I am so excited to be here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset. I've owned several businesses over the years. And I've, but I really feel like I'm just starting my journey, even though I'm in my forties, but, uh, my regular job is uh, being a vacation rental owner and manager for some properties in Flagstaff and Scottsdale, Arizona, along with being a video blogger and speaker for that industry. But the more interesting story is how I've turned owning a Tesla into an entrepreneurial adventure. Man, well, we, Fire Nation, are going to uncover that mystery coming up here pretty soon. But before we do, Steve, you must have a pretty interesting, what I call, networking spiel. So let's pretend you're at a networking party. Somebody walks up to you and they say, Steve, what exactly do you do? How do you respond in 10 seconds? Well, right now, what I say is, I am currently on an epic 25,000-mile North American road trip interviewing interesting and inspiring people from the front seat of a Tesla. Um, When are you getting to San Diego? A couple more months. All right. Love it. So, Steve, it's all good and well to do what you did. And I mean, you know, we've we've talked in the intro about how you scraped up your last dollars, wrote an ebook, you got, you know, some PR with a hotel story via Tesla and the, the launching pad for the million dollar Tesla trip. This all sounds awesome and it is, but we want to get down to the nitty gritty because we're entrepreneurs. How are we turning these great ideas and these sometimes kind of you know, wacky ideas into a viable business. And so how are you, Steve, currently generating revenue? Well, what I'm doing is two things. So I am selling the ebook, of course, How Anyone Can Afford a Tesla. And that helps people like me who wanted the car but didn't think they could afford it. 
And then I'm also working on sponsorships to cover the Tesla with corporate logos to take advantage of all the eyeballs on my sexy mobile billboard (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and all the press that the trip is going to generate. Very cool. Very cool. And Fire Nation, what I want to say is this. I mean, if you can think it and you can dream it, you can do it. I mean, it is one of these things where we live in this amazing time in this amazing part of the world where, hey, why not just go for it? You know, this might not have worked for Steve, but if he had let that might not work happen, he never would have tried it. And guess what? It did work and he's having a blast doing it. So Steve, you're on a high right now. I mean, you're rolling around 25,000 miles in North America. You're going to be in San Diego soon, which is America's finest city, if I must say so myself. But that's actually just reading the billboards. But what I really want to ask you is this. You've had some ups. You've had some downs. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment? And don't just brush over this. Like, really take us there. Take us to that moment in time. Share with us that story. Absolutely. So, well, this certainly won't be the most tragic story in EO Fire history, but this is one I'm sure has never been told before. Okay. So my first business when I was about 13 was breeding, you guessed it, snakes. <laughs> I know I would not have guessed it. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> so I was a kid growing up on a dirt road in Northern California, and snakes were one of the most interesting things going. And, you know, this is before video games and everything. So... The, you know, it basically, my first sales job ever was convincing my mom, who was deathly afraid of snakes, to let me keep just one, then two, then eventually 40 snakes in my bedroom right down the hall from her. Ugh. I got really into them. I started breeding expensive snakes as well as the mice to feed them. And then I would sell the snakes for $100 or so along with the extra mice to other snake breeders and so on. You know, I was keeping meticulous records of all the expenses and income and actually made a nice profit on my hobby, which turned out to be my first business. However, you know, once high school came around, I started becoming a little more interested in my friends and girls, of course. So I finally sold them all off. You know, for some reason, snakes and girls just didn't really go together very well. So anyway, fast forward about eight years later, and I just kind of randomly checked in on the snake breeding scene, if you will, and I realized people were making some serious money breeding rare snakes, some going for thousands of dollars a piece. So I decided, what the heck? I invested in some expensive snakes, started to get back in the game. Well, guess what? This time I was in it for the money and not so much for the love of the hobby, and as you can imagine... Without the passion for the business, it completely failed, and I had to sell at a big loss. So really, it was just a great lesson in doing things for the right reasons. And that's really what I do want to zoom into is because Fire Nation, I always go back to this quote by Albert Einstein, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And I spent six years post-military trying to be that person of success, chasing the money, the fame, the fortune, law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate, fail, fail, fail. When I flipped it on its head and I decided to become a person of value, that's where everything changed for me. And that's what I want you to realize from Steve's story here. You know, he was chasing the success, not the passion, not what he really enjoyed. He wasn't really able to provide massive value to people because his head wasn't in the game. He wasn't in it anymore. That was something of his past. So 
Great takeaway, Steve. And you did you did end that with a really good point that I know Fire Nation is going to understand. But just sum it up for us in one sentence. What do you really want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from that worst moment that you experienced? Just do it for the right reasons. Make sure that you are doing a gut check and that you're that you're in it for the right reason. It's simple as that. Let's shift. Let's talk about the aha moments. Let's talk about a light bulb that went on, a epiphany that you had at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. And Steve, I mean, there's an obvious one, and maybe you're going to tell that one, you know, the Tesla story, but this is your story. This is your call. But I really want you to take us there, Steve. I really want you to tell us that story, first person experience. Take it away. So as I was debating doing this Tesla road trip idea, I kept going back and forth, right? You know, should I do it? Should I not? And of course, I had some friends telling me that I was setting myself up to fail. So it really created some doubt. And I wasn't making a lot of progress on on the idea. But finally, one night, I'm laying in bed. And I remember thinking, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it no matter what, even though I didn't have all the answers. Heck, you know what? I had no answers at this point, but I specifically remember it was 11.10 p.m. on March 18th when this happened. Why do I remember that date, John? Well, I was actually so pumped up that I had made a decision to act that I rose up out of my bed, pumped my fist in the air, and looked over at the (laughs) clock at that exact moment. And John, you're going to love this next part. My very next thought was, yes, that's my aha moment as well, because I knew I was going to be meeting with you at some point. Yes, so. our, our paths were destined to cross. <laughs> Absolutely. So it was a double whammy right there. Um, and so you know what? You really have to mentally plant your flag and commit before anything really happens. It's just like signing up to run a triathlon. You don't really start to train until you've registered for the race. I realize that the answers will come if you commit. You know, you can research your life away, but committing is where the magic lies and everything will fall into place after you commit. Steve, I want to dig a little deeper here because you got to that shift where you you finally made the decision amidst the doubts and the fear that you were experiencing because all of the people around you were saying, you know, what are you doing? This sounds crazy. What got you over that hump of fear and doubt? What was that thing? You know what? I think it was just being sick of being in that limbo zone. And I had to either commit one way or the other. And finally, I said, you know what? I don't want to spend my entire summer in Phoenix having another normal summer. Why not do something that's going to be absolutely amazing, even if it's quote unquote, a failure, it's going to be the most amazing failure of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with an amazing failure, Fire Nation. We get to throw one of those in every couple of years at a minimum. And, you know, having really dove in myself into fitness into 2015 and just researching a lot of fitness success stories, et cetera, you know, a lot of these people, you know, to put it bluntly, were fat. And, And they just one day looked in the mirror and said, I am sick and tired of being fat. And, you know, I pressed them on that because I want to know. I want to know, like, well, what, what more? What else was there? There must have been something more that, that really just pushed you over. And, you know, sometimes it's just a buildup. You know, it's just that straw that literally breaks the camel's back. 
they were just plain and simply sick of being fat and something just flicked in their brain. And they could never go back to that prior way of thinking, which was, it's okay to be fat. And it seems like that's what happened to you, Steve. You know, you either were going to switch one way or the other. Like, this is a crazy idea. Forget it. I'm going to get on in my life. Or this is something I'm going to try. And, and you made what looks to be the right decision. So I commend you for that. And break it down for us. One sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation really walks away with it from this story? Just to, you know, try to try to come to a decision quicker than I did. Um, but you kind of need to go through that. Uh, you need to go through that struggle, I think, to, to get there. But once you once you get to that point, just make a decision and go with it. Steve, we're going to move into what I lovingly refer to as the fire rounds. You, you can ha- take your time here. No super rush. It's more for the impact. Number one being what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, you know, I probably have too many ideas and not enough focus, which is not that atypical. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I one of the other things, too, I want to get better at collaborating with other entrepreneurs. Sometimes I kind of get in my own little silo and I miss out on some of the benefits of sharing ideas as much as I should. Steve, focus is everything for entrepreneurs. Do you know what the acronym for focus is? Give it to me again, John. Follow one course until success. I mean, it is critical, Fire Nation, that we really sit down and say, hey, this is a busy world. This is loud. Bright, shiny objects are everywhere. The weapons of mass distraction, they are descending upon us as we speak. What's that one thing that I am going to do? You know, Steve's one thing. It's so obvious. You say Steve Sassman, I say Tesla. Boom, he's got it. You know, that's the one thing. Steve, what's your biggest strength? You know, I, I got to say, it's just my creative ideas. You know, I love brainstorming. I, I'm clearly not the smartest guy in the room, but I am creative. And uh, sometimes I can see opportunity where others don't. Yeah, you know, and I want to actually dive into brainstorming a little bit, because in your last one, you talked about your biggest weakness being the fact that you don't really engage with enough other entrepreneurs. and Sometimes you can, in fact, be a silo, which is a problem. So when you know that one of your biggest strengths is brainstorming Fire Nation, you need to be brainstorming, not just with yourself, but with other people who have outside opinions, who have out-of-the-box thinking, different industries, different thoughts to add to what your biggest strength is. Brainstorm together. And Steve, you have some pretty cool things going on right now, but what is the number one thing that you are most fired up about today? Well, it's definitely my million-dollar Tesla trip, which I'm on right now. So talk to us about this because I'm curious. Like, What exactly is a million-dollar Tesla trip? You know, it all started off uh, with the amazing press that I got for the Tesla Hotel, which was a situation where I put an airbed in the back of a test in the Tesla called it the Tesla Hotel. It appeared on uh, CNN, ABC World News Tonight, about hundreds of blogs all over the world. It was completely out of hand viral. Uh, That kind of led me to this idea. Well, let's kind of go go at this slowly because, okay, so there's an air mattress in a Tesla. What what does that mean exactly? Exactly like it sounds. So (laughs) uh, just a blow up air bed, you put the seats down and it fits perfectly back there. And in fact, on this trip, I've slept in there about five times already. Now, it's not my first choice. I'd rather sleep in a hotel or whatever. But, you know, if I'm in a pinch, I uh, 
don't hesitate to uh, fire up the old Tesla hotel and uh, <laughs> sleep in the back of that again. Okay, so I was kind of picturing the fact that you might have been renting that out, like on Airbnb or something, to other people. <laughs> well, yeah. No, at, at the time, that's how it started. I oh, okay. did. And that's why it became such a viral story is because it was combining two of the hottest names in tech, Tesla and Airbnb, into one story. And so the press just took it and you know ran Scarfed with it. Scarfed it up. All right, continue. Yes. So anyway, now you know I've come up with this idea of of doing a 48 state and Canada road trip where I interview guests that I meet along the way who are doing great things in both business and in life, and it's all filmed in the Tesla as we roll down the road through their cities. So right now I'm about a third of the way done. It's already been an amazing trip. I've done uh, some interviews with people you probably already know, like David Seitman Garland, yeah. Mia Voss, Joel Kamm, and uh, also with some really incredible people like Shira Nix and Johnny Immerman, who are founders of very impactful charities. So it's just been a lot, a lot of fun. Well, who's on your San Diego wish list? Uh, well, you are. Oh, because well, I ain't too proud to beg, by the way. <laughs> hey, you are in, my friend. And in fact, uh, Mari Smith has already said she wants to do it. As Love well. her. She's amazing. She's your neighbor over there in San Diego. Yep. Scottish neighbor. Uh, Love to get your buddy Pat Flynn on there as well. You know, Pat's always down for a Tesla ride. That's actually one of his dream cars amongst a couple other, but uh, that could happen too. Perfect. I love it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll, we'll put all three of you in the car at the same time. Um, and I'll have a reverse GoPro camera, and it'll be awesome. Oh, maybe we'll just do a periscope during, which Ooh, would be Ooh, I love it. Yes, yes. Oh, wow, this is amazing. So, Fire Nation, keep your eyes out for that, because we're going to have some fun in San Diego, in a Tesla, and we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. It's amazing what we can order online from the comfort of our own home. In fact, I haven't had to waste time going to the store for months. I love the freedom this gives me to spend more time on things I actually want to be doing. I bet you're thinking of a few things right now you can't order online, aren't you? Like a good night's sleep. But you can with Lisa. Lisa is not your typical mattress company. In fact, they won the Shopify Build a Business competition this year. Plus, Lisa starts at just $525 and ships for free anywhere in the U.S. Lisa is American-made and engineered with three unique foam layers that will support you and keep you cool all night long. With a 100-night risk-free guarantee, what do you have to lose? Start sleeping better by visiting leesa.com slash fire for a $75 discount. That's leesa.com slash fire. It's okay. You can admit it. The last thing anyone wants to do after a hard day's work is cook a complicated meal. And please, don't tell me that grabbing takeout is your solution. Well, it won't be your solution after hearing about this service. Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh ingredients and step-by-step -step recipes to your home, allowing you to create healthy, handcrafted meals without even going to the grocery store. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron sends you fresh ingredients, perfectly proportioned, making cooking healthy meals really easy and fun. Blue Apron's experts source only the best seasonal ingredients for your incredible meals, like their salmon burger with corn and the calzone mixed with mushrooms and spicy marinara. Blue Apron, it's a 
better way to cook. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash fire. My treat, really, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash fire. Support EO Fire and eat amazing. Steve, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear, of course. I mean, I think that's what holds everybody back. You know, the fear of looking like an idiot. You know, I think a lot of young people try things because they don't know how crazy or hard it would, will be. They're, they're just naive. But then I think what happens is some people lose that ability to take risks in midlife like me. Um, and then later on, they finally f- get to the point of saying, kind of like I did, screw it. I don't care what people think. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Yeah. Steve, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, you know, my parents always told me when I was growing up, you can be or do anything you want. And I think that gave me the freedom to think uh, creatively and not limit myself to any standard career path. And I'm sure I took it in even crazier directions than even they imagined, (laughs) (laughs) especially since I'm really the only entrepreneur in the family. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, well, one of the habits that works really well for me, but not really on this road trip because it's, I'm, you know, all over the place. But when I'm at my home or office is I have what I call the 45-10-5 rule. What that means is 45 minutes of focused work on hopefully just one project, (laughs) and then a 10-minute break where I get up and I'll do something where I'm, maybe it's cleaning the house, maybe it's doing some push-ups or pull-ups or something, just something to get the blood flowing and the, the mind clear. And then I take the next five minutes to catch up on some important emails or, you know, maybe I'll check Facebook. I love it. The 45-10-5, another word that is similarly used for this is the Pomodoro method, one that I do employ. It's more 53-7, but it really is the same thing. But what really has to happen to Fire Nation here is you can't just have a task to do for the day because that task will then take you the whole flipping day. So block things off, have a timer ticking, get that brain focus and knock things out. Do you have an internet resource, Steve, like in Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, Two of them, and they're very similar, Periscope and Meerkat, which I'm sure you know about. But uh, for anybody that might not know, there are some fairly new live streaming apps that are really an amazing way to connect with your followers because they can comment and ask questions as you video live stream so you can interact in real time. Well, Steve, you know I love Periscope. I was just hollering about it during our Tesla trip. Yes, yes, yes. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join How Anyone Can Afford a Tesla on Their Bookshelves, what would it be and why? I would have to go with one of the earlier books I read uh, quite a while ago, but it's been a great one. It's Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. Never Eat Alone, all about that. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Steve, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning, not in the Tesla hotel, but in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Well, what I would do is I would take the first few days and I would read about 20 hours a day of what's happening, catch myself up, spot a trend that's interesting to me. Then I would write a crazy press release or blog post that rides that trend and connects me to all the influencers I would ever need to do something that creates some value and then just keep the ball rolling from there. Man, I cannot believe the words Tesla Hotel didn't come up, but I'm going to give you a pass on that, Steve, (laughs) because we're going to end today on fire. So share a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Here's what you do. Kick your fears square in the face and just go for it. Do not let your fears stop you. Now, you can reach me at uh, milliondollarteslatrip.com or at Steve Sassman on Twitter. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Steve and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com and just type Steve in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. Everything that we've been talking about today, his book, his Twitter handle, at Steve Sassman, all the goodies. And Steve, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. Really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you in San Diego. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Text PARADISE to 33444 and we'll reserve your spot. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.